Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 38. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. You can set an intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to receive a message from Conscious Spirit. This is one of my favorite oracle decks as it gives Spirit an opportunity to interact with us in real time. We will offer a three-part message. If we honor the illusion of time, the three-part message could honor past, present, future. From where spirit rests, the first message might represent a focus point or a priority that spirit would love for our focus, our awareness to rest upon. I hope you feel good. And I hope these words find you in peace and joy today. Let us see the first message. Let us receive the first message from Conscious Spirit. The first message from Conscious Spirit comes from the Forest Frolic Maiden. This is a pixie energy or inner child energy. This message shows up in reverse. And in honor of the collective, this might mean that today we are not acknowledging the inner child. We are not opening our heart to the joy that the inner child brings. And if we touch on this focus even further, it might say that collectively speaking, we are not acknowledging the child on earth. We are creating from a perspective of self, not realizing that the child will inherit everything that we do now. They are the future. So the first focus point from conscious spirit is letting us know that as a collective, we need to honor the children more. Our focus should be on the child, not only the inner child, the sense of awe and wonder within self, but also the children who are the future of Earth. Individually speaking, it might suggest that you are a great guide, a mentor, or a counselor for children, and there are children who need your guidance and support. And as this message is speaking to me directly in my personal life, I feel guided to share that for the past week I have been contemplating or debating going back to school, finishing up a more higher degree, you might say, to be a director of a school, as my background is in early childhood education. I feel that today, in my new beingness to be more so in joy and love and harmony, I feel more prepared and ready to guide or mentor or counsel the children today from this new perspective. 
The frolic maiden is a reminder of playfulness, not to take things too serious. She is a pixie, which means childlike, reminding us that when we get too serious, it's a defense against the truth that all is well. So sometimes, as adults, we create more struggle and problem just by thinking there's a problem. We soothe ourselves into that state of being of having problems. It is very easy for the child to fall, scrape their knee, cry, and get back up and try again. Whereas adults, we sort of wallow in the pain or suffering we call it facing reality. The children never does. We call it imaginary friends or playing pretend. Really what we mean is the child is the master of imagination. This is the realm where adults don't need to get involved. It is totally self-driven. The child don't need to be guided on how to play during recess or how to pretend with their friends during playtime. They are totally self-driven and independent in these moments. And from a higher perspective, you might say, this is their established connection to Mother, Father, God, what we speak of so often. In regards to the imagination, we have addressed the idea that this might be how Mother, Father, God interacts with us while we are experiencing physicality, to be animating a humanoid vessel. So in the image that I'm looking at on the card, it is a little pixie energy dressed in green. The, this would be heart chakra. It's a green card letting us know the chakra or memory center that it is affiliated with and green representing the fourth chakra of the heart. She's jumping around on mushrooms in the forest, playing with these orbs that are floating all around her. She seems carefree. She seems fun and excited. She has her arms open up to the sky, receiving the radiance of the sun. And next to her, with its back toward us, it appears to be a squirrel looking at her. And she doesn't seem to notice or realize that there is a squirrel watching her. This might be the symbol of spirit, conscious spirit, interacting in all aspects of life, in the organic and inorganic objects. Mother, Father, God resides in all, mostly within us. We don't see evidence of Mother, Father, God upon Earth because we need to call upon it. So as the forest frolic maiden has her hands up to the sky, receiving the radiance and the light of Mother, Father, God, let it be a reminder with the squirrel observing her that you always have spirit guides, counsel, support, encouragement around you. It's right where you are, immediately beside you. We just don't see it because we use the two eyes. And as the inner child comes in with the third eye activated, you might say the third eye is the first eye, and the two eyes we use are the second and third. So the first message coming from Conscious Spirit in regards to the heart chakra, in honor of the collective, letting us know that we will see glimpses of love and potentials of possible positive outcomes if we honor the inner child to be light-hearted what does this also mean to pay attention to your imagination and the realm of thought 
Since thoughts become things, the inner child knows this. It thinks itself into a state of being. When the child says there's the lava on the floor, or the floor is lava, you can't tell the child any different. The floor becomes lava. This is a surrender to the realm of mentalism, fourth and fifth dimension. So this message might be telling us, collectively speaking, we are missing opportunities and solutions because we are taking things too serious. And until we honor the inner child within that has this very strong, maintained connection to Mother, Father, God through their imagination, what you call thoughts or daydream, only when we do this can we see glimpses of shifts or positive outcome. There are children around you who need your guidance, your support, and mentorship now. But the most important child that we are focusing on here is your own inner child. The aspect of self that can connect with Mother, Father, God so easily and receive the guidance and support or solutions that you are seeking. We will end this first part of the message with a quote from Maria Montessori. And it simply says, follow the child. The next message from Conscious Spirit brings awareness to the third eye chakra. This message is upright, meaning that today, if we take the steps offered from Spirit to honor the inner child and to guide and mentor the child upon Earth and to see the child as the future, knowing that we are setting up Earth or a timeline for the little ones, it is not for us to take ourselves out of the equation. This might give us a deeper clarity, a deeper understanding, which would represent third eye. In this form, conscious spirit is reminding us that if we do honor the inner child and follow the child, we will see the wisdom of our higher self. Not only will we see it, we will be able to apply the wisdom in our life. You might say that the child represents the third eye since third eye represents your connection to the realm of mentalism, thoughts becoming things, to see past the illusion of the physical realm. Is it an illusion, meaning is it fake? No, our perception of it is the illusion, that we call it reality. We see it as fixed, as it is done. And this is not the case. So if we put these two messages together, it might suggest that spirit is letting us know once we develop a connection with the inner child and take the appropriate steps to facilitate the healing of the inner child, then we allow it to express itself within us. And this can be interpreted as our intuitive nature and our imagination expressing itself through the physical body. To know you are not the vessel but the observer of the information that passes to and through it. So in regards to the collective with the third eye coming up, it is a sort of positive outcome or positive sign. It's a message of a good sign. You might say that we are going to see things clearly soon. 
And what we are going through right now is our own self-reflection uh, opportunity to observe the self not honoring the inner child and not tuning into the third eye awareness. So third eye is a not an event or a opening of your forehead, as they say. This is a chemical reaction within the pineal glands, which is your crystals of the brain, of the mind. It, trans it transcends all time and space by sending information to and through you from spirit, from the non-physical. The image is very beautiful. It shows a woman with her hands in prayer at the heart center. Her eyes are closed and the third eye is open on the forehead. The thing that gets my attention the most is she is wearing a violet or purple shroud sort of cloak on her. And not only that, her eighth soul star chakra is glowing, the chakra above the crown. And the last beautiful detail I feel guided to mention is there are sort of tentacles coming from her head, you might say. Looks like antennas or rays of light, sort of rays of the sun coming from her head. So this is a reminder that the mind or the brain is a satellite, you might say, that can tune into refined guidance. In regards to the collective, we can tune into higher guidance once we honor the inner child because in the inner child state of being, there is no resistance to the images or visions that you receive. And as an adult, when you receive the vision or image, you say, that's just my thoughts. You discredit it. You take ownership of it. You think it's yours. So as we honor the inner child, bringing our awareness into the third eye perspective, this really is about tuning yourself into the frequency that you're trying to receive. And Spirit's telling us we should start with the inner child. The inner child has no resistance to the guidance or transmissions it receives from Mother Father God. The imagination or the Garden of Eden is, is clean. There's no weeds. It's sponge-like. It just receives. There's no analysis or argument or objection. So if we can distinguish third eye perception or third eye awareness as a frequency instead of an action or a moment that your forehead opens, this might help us have a deeper understanding that you could tune into third eye perception at any time you choose. That you have this established connection to see past the physical realm, which is to honor the realm of spirit, non-physical. And we might be able to do this easier in more harmony by honoring the inner child since that state of being has no resistance to the realm of imagination. So you are able to witness the wisdom of your higher self. You are able to apply that wisdom in your life. The work is to see when you are attaching too much to the memory of the personality identity, taking ownership of the guidance that you are receiving and discrediting it as yourself. But remember, you are many selves. You are multidimensional. So if we focus more on the inner child and the sense of awe, carefree, lightheartedness, doesn't it seem logical that this is the best space to be in to receive the subtle guidance from Mother Father God? 
to have no resistance or objections at all, to be in a space of allowing, acceptance. Allowing and acceptance does not mean to pardon, meaning be mindful of the thoughts that don't match the frequency that you're intending to tune into. Observe it, let it go. Know that that's not the thought to attach to. This is the work. To watch the images and visions pass to and through you, and you get to distinguish which one is the guidance or breadcrumb leading you towards your desire. So in regards to the collective, our third eye is being opened, collectively speaking. We are experiencing a shift in consciousness, and all the things that appear to be negative or chaotic are actually working in our favor. How else can we see that we are not honoring the inner child except to be so enchanted with the adult version of the self, the body? We need to know what we don't know by experiencing it. So Spirit's letting us know that everything is okay. There is a step to take honoring lightheartedness with the inner child. But third eye activation is established. This is done. This is your realm of imagination. And now it's up to you to distinguish when you are taking ownership of the thought that you receive. You came in with your third eye open. You've just been using your two eyes for so long. The third message from Conscious Spirit is bringing awareness to the solar plexus chakra. This is where our confidence resides. This is your jewel of empowerment to know that you are one with all that is divine, that you are forever connected to Mother Father God. This is a reminder that you can take the actions daily that awaken your personal power, which is translated in, we call it confidence, to be fearless and to move forward towards your heart's true desire. Solar plexus is the memory center that resides or rests behind the belly button. You might say a tiny sun. This is your gut instinct, your intuition. Collectively speaking, this might say that we are headed towards the light as solar plexus represents the radiance of the sun to be fully illuminated in full realization as light represents info. So in regards to you as an individual, if you are having difficulty making choices or feeling confidence today, this is because, or it might be because, spirit is leading you in the direction towards your well-being and you're not going. Sometimes we get anxiety or we feel confused because of no movement. And it is up to you to decide what is the action needed. Is it five sensory action to get up and do something in the physical realm? Or is it intuitive action? Do you need to hold your vision more clearly? Do you need to see it in more detail? Have a better plan, maybe? So only you know what you're working on in regards to the confidence that you are referring to or accessing to step forward along your journey. In regards to the collective, if we put all three messages together, it might sound something like this. Spirit is letting us know that we are on the path. You can never be off the path. 
And today we are making our journey a lot more difficult than it needs to be. There is a lot of struggle where there doesn't need to be any. Spirit reminds us that if we honor the inner child by going to the past traumatic timelines and taking the data to rewrite the story of the memory, to reprogram the subconscious, this might let the inner child free, able to express itself through you as your intuition. So Spirit's saying, you have the resources within you. You call it the inner child, but it's the part of you that maintains the connection to the realm of imagination, where Mother Father God meets us while we are in a physical body. And if we can honor and access this inner child, which leads us to the intuition, the knowing, the intuitive knowing in the realm of imagination, then this will activate or help you realize your third eye has always been active and open. You're just not using it. By referring to the memories of the personality identity, you're in a loop, a feedback loop system of memories. That's not third eye awareness. Third eye awareness looks more like a spiral with opportunities to evolve and expand, not staying in a circle or a loop of memory. So only you know which data you're accessing and referring to to create your identity and then move forward based off that image of self. We are reminding you you're multidimensional and you have an ability to connect with Mother Father God through the light-hearted aspect of you, what you call inner child, which really means no resistance. To observe the realm of imagination and then to distinguish, did this come from your memory loop or did you just receive guidance? So as we honor the inner child, which will, it sounds like, automatically activate the third eye chakra or third eye awareness, this is what will lead us to confidence with the solar plexus. We have no confidence as a collective. We don't know which direction to turn. We don't know which way to go because we're looking to the world for our solution. We're looking to the five sensory data for our positive outcome and it cannot be found here. It could only be found within through the inner child accessing the third eye. This is what brings the confidence. So if you're having a problem today taking daily action, you first need to distinguish. I'm talking to me and you. You need to distinguish what action are you being called to take. Is it in the physical realm? Do you need to get up and move? Maybe dance, do laundry, clean the house? Or do you need to rest? and see your vision more clearly to hold the image of your preferred reality even more? Can you get more detailed? Can you plan it even better? The more clearer we can be in the image of the preferred reality, the higher the chances of us matching the feelings to it will be, and then this means that our manifestation will speed up. So in honor of the collective, we're not very confident today. And you can see this in the evidence of the world and what's going on. Everyone looking to man for their solution. We're looking to the problem for the solution. Instead of going where the solution is, within you, where the inner child resides. Maintaining that connection to the third eye and the imagination. This is the confidence that you're seeking. This is the solar plexus message that you are intending to feel and experience. You in confidence to know that you are connected to Mother Father God. Not to wonder or hope. To know it. Not believe it. Know it. We don't have confidence here. We don't know our connection to spirit, collectively speaking. As the collective, we don't know spirit. 
And this is the reason we don't feel so confident moving forward. We don't know which direction to turn to. And when we come to a fork in the road and we don't make a decision, this is where the stomach becomes upset. You call it anxiety, upset stomach, gut feeling, whatever you call it. It's an indicator that you're not following the guidance. The solar plexus is the symbol of the lion, which we spoke about in previous episode, how it does not refer to the physical realm to find the watering hole or food. It follows its own instinct, its own gut. So, collectively speaking, the problem is you are giving your problem away. Excuse me. The problem is you are giving your power away. giving your power away by looking to the realm of ego for your solution and the next choice that you should make. You're apprehensive in going forward because you're not referring to spirit. And when you refer to spirit, this inner child that has access to the third eye, which is imagination, which is the Garden of Eden, this is what will spark the confidence in us because you will know and experience the guidance for yourself. So don't be fooled by the story of the mass consciousness, you might say. There is nothing to fear. Not even fear itself, because fear is an illusion that we are separate from Mother Father God. The only thing to fear is the self. The self that is turning too far away from the guidance of Mother Father God. You are pinching yourself away from the guidance. This is what we should fear, only this. To be so turned away from Mother Father God that you don't know your own power. As you find your own power, you find God. And as you find God, there's your power. Not the God of your scripture, the God with inside of you. That meets you halfway in your realm of imagination. So we thank the frolic maiden coming through to remind us that if we honor the inner child and be more lighthearted, don't take things too seriously, this will put us in a space of least resistance where we can distinguish that we are indeed receiving guidance through what we call the third eye chakra, the ability to see the wisdom of your higher self, the ability to apply the wisdom of your higher self in your life. This can only be accessed through least resistance, and the child is the master of least resistance. If we honor these two steps, it will activate or accelerate, amplify the solar consciousness within us in our solar plexus, which is your Godfidence. To be so confident, you know Mother Father God is with you. To have no fear because you know you rest with Mother Father God. We don't know this today, collectively speaking. With that said, you can only know it for yourself. Remember, we don't need to wake up everyone for everyone to wake up. We just need to wake ourselves up even more. So focus on the own inner child, your own third eye awareness, and your own journey to confidence, to know Mother Father God. The solar plexus represents the light of the world. Light is information. This is you. When you establish your connection to the inner self and reprogram the subconscious, access the third eye awareness and view from this point of view to see yourself how spirit sees you. 
This sparks the sacred fire within you, which we translate as solar plexus, letting you know that it's you. You are the light of the world when you're tuned into the guidance that you can receive and access within. You are the information of the world when you're connected to Mother Father God to show a different way, to be an example of heaven on earth. So hopefully this episode has gave you more clarity in regards to the direction to focus on, to continue the work to establish the already established connection to Mother Father God. The gaze of the Creator is always upon you. You rest in the grace and the light of Mother Father God because you are the light of the world. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final thoughts in regards to conscious spirit connected with the collective. We are never alone. You're never alone. Your realm of imagination, your subconscious, is a intelligent consciousness that is co-creating with you while you are experiencing the memory of the body. You have guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones that are one thought away. You might say this final thought is honoring the crown chakra, which is your ability to tune into the guidance that you're intending or needing. Sometimes we just need to reach out, to ask for help or to delegate, to give assignments or duties to your guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones. You, as a representative of the Christ on earth today, have an ability to reach out your hand and your heart to connect and unite all of humanity. But you can't do it alone. Because when you think of yourself as alone, you think of yourself as the body, the personality identity, the memory of who you think you've been this whole time. And this is not you. Only when you refer to this state of being do you imagine yourself to be alone. If you can reside more in the imagination or the subconscious with no attachment to the thought but to rest in observation of the visions that you receive. This might give you the inner knowing that you have been with your guidance this whole time. It is so subtle. It is so easy that we make it difficult. How do we make it difficult? By staying in the feedback loop of our memory. You pinch yourself away from the guidance by remembering the body, who you think you are. We love the ego. We will never tell you to kill the ego, but to heal the ego. We just want you to be all layers of yourself, the multidimensional version of you that you intended to be when you incarnated on Earth. You never want it to refer to the personality identity only. And when you do, this is what creates your confusion. Because it doesn't know where to go. It can't foresee or predict. But within you, 
you have a tool or a guidance system that can foresee and predict. And today we're calling that the inner child, the realm of imagination, the Garden of Eden. So what guidance do you need today or feel that you need? Where are you not asking for help or reaching out in a way that you are co-creating with others like-minded? We need to match the energy of unity consciousness and we can't do that by thinking you're alone. Thinking you're alone in a physical body does not match the energy of what you truly are. And you truly are the all. You are the I am presence experiencing infinite states of being. So now the work is to distinguish when you are feeling alone, referring to the memory. The work is to just know when you're doing it, to feel the feeling of it. You know what it feels like to refer to memory because it makes you panic. It puts you in anxiety. You don't know which way to go. You're confused about which direction to take. And you know when you're tuned into spirit because time stands still for you. You pay attention to the synchronicities. You notice all the signs. You see your favorite numbers. You see your favorite colors. Your favorite song pops on the radio. This is all the indicator of your alignment, your ability to tune into this guidance. And how do we tune in? By being non-resistant, allowing, open. If you're a conduit or a channel, doesn't it seem logical you need to be open to receive the guidance? Don't it seem logical you need to remain open to allow the frequencies to flow to and through you? Ego is not open. It is closed. It is closed off in its routine. It thinks it knows already. It doesn't refer to the guidance in the non-physical because it can't see it with the two eyes. It's not evident or tangible. But today we need you to let your feelings, thoughts, and emotions to be tangible enough. To be the evidence enough that you are tuning into the guidance that you're receiving. It can't get more tangible than your feelings. So, how can you reach out today? Whether it be to Spirit, to Mother, Father, God, or to a loved one. In connectivity, do we realize more aspects of self? When we are together, do we realize that we are all one? In our unity, do we realize that we are more alike instead of different? We honor the individual aspect of you the most high. We love you as the ego. We love your personality, identity, and the memory, all that you have gathered. We love it so much. But we love all of you. And that's not all that you are. You are coming to know yourself as a multidimensional being. And for so long, you thought your guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones would materialize right in front of you in the physical realm. And they sort of do. Within you, you are the projection screen that is able to observe it and experience it through what you call imagination. So if you've gotten anything from this episode, it is our intention that you realize the power of your imagination. 
that you realize this whole time you've had a direct link to Mother Father God and it is one thought away. And as you set the intention to connect with your guides, your helpers or loved ones, the work after that is to distinguish when you're referring to the memory of the body. You never stop being the body. If you kill the ego, you kill the self, the body. You become co-creative with it. It learns its place. It learns its function as a tool to host or be animated in a way that you can experience physicality, but it's not who or what you are. It is a tool that you use. What you really are is the realm of imagination, the non-physical consciousness, outside of the memory loop of the identity. In your prayer or meditation, ask Mother Father God to show you your radiance. Ask to be shown your true self. You might say, Mother Father God, above all else, I choose to see.